This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. William Lanier has caddied for, for several players on the PGA Tour, and I thought it might be fun to talk to William about being a caddy. It is a pleasure to welcome William Lanier back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Willie? I'm doing fine, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Th- thank you for saying yes to this. I appreciate it. Oh, no. Glad to do it. I'm actually a little curious myself. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've... I can't remember ever asking you this. How did you get started on the tour? How did you get started being a caddy? <clears throat> I, my first official, like, real professional caddy experience was back in 1999. And I had just left my position as uh, director of instruction at Farmington Country Club in Charlottesville, Virginia. And I was kind of going out again to try to play golf professionally and was chasing the Monday qualifiers on, at that time, it was the Web.com Tour, which has now become the Corn Ferry. And for about five or six weeks, I did the Monday qualifiers and uh, had a little success in that. But was in Raleigh, North Carolina. And missed the qualifier to get in. And college teammate of mine was on tour on the web.com tour at the time. And I went out just to say hey to him at the tournament site at Raleigh Country Club. And we chatted and called up and talked. And he said, hey, if you're not doing anything this week, I know a friend of mine, uh, Kurt Byram, who's in the field but needs a caddy. So I went back into the clubhouse, came off the course walking with my friend Greg. And I walked to the practice tee and I knew who Kurt was. And just introduced myself and said, hey, I'm in town for the week. Missed the Monday qualifier. Do you need a caddy? And that caddy for Kurt that week. And, uh, you know, Kurt, he's commentary, you know, golf uh, sure. golf commentator now and does a fine job with it. But at the time, he was still playing. And uh, worked for him that week. Worked for him the following week. And uh, basically through the rest of the 99 season, um, I caddied for Kurt Byram. On the web.com tour. That's how I was doing it. That's how I kind of got into it. Could it happen like that today, William? Yeah. Is I, it, I, you know, I, I, I could probably give you half a dozen to ten cases that just popped into my head where, you know, so-and-so is trying to Monday in or, um, they're, you know, a mini-tour player might be running low on funds for a while yeah. and he'll go caddy for maybe a college teammate that is now um, on the PGA Tour, now on the Corn Ferry Tour, and, uh, you know, they're trying to just put a little bit of money in their pocket so they can maybe pay some entry fees for some mini-tour tournaments. Um, it's, it's a bunch of interesting stories how guys get into caddying. <laughs> um, all right, so so let's pull the curtain back a little bit for the listener. Um, it's It's a Thursday. And your guy is in the afternoon wave. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your day like? What What? How does How does your day begin? And and take me through it. I will not set an alarm clock for a situation like that, but my internal clock usually goes off about six thirty in the morning, and I'll sort of fiddle around till about eight o'clock or so, get myself cleaned up, and then I'll head to the golf course, maybe get a bite of breakfast. And then I'll go walk the course. I'll just kind of blend in with the, with the crowds, with the spectators. And I'll go watch 
nine holes of golf. I'll pick a group and just watch. And, you know, you get a chance to see hole locations. You get to see how the course is reacting, you know, how approach shots are reacting to greens. Um, maybe stand on a tee box for two or three groups and see what club selection is. And just kind of get a feel for, you know, what the what the course may look and feel like when you guys, when you, we get out there in the afternoon round or the afternoon wave of the first round. Um, just trying to get a sense of what's going to, what's your, you, your, uh, Conditions may be. Do you do you try to follow somebody that hits it like your guy? Ah, uh, not necessarily. Okay, uh, it probably wouldn't. It's probably not a bad idea. But um, glad to help. He, glad to help. It, it, yeah, it's uh, and you may follow a group that may not be a premier group, so that you sure. can get a little closer to the ropes and, and maybe even see what you know. Was that a six iron or a seven iron they just hit on the par three t? Right. Um, just to kind of um, just get a feel for what's going on, just trying, you know, get a little sneak peek of what the day may be like. We're talking, by the way, with William Lanier here on the Augusta Golf Show. Okay, you've walked the course. What's next? Uh, head back in about uh, two hours before our tea time and uh, get a bite of lunch. Sit down with some of the boys, you know. Get your get your belly full for the for the afternoon, and then uh, maybe go online, find the whole locations that are always posted on the PGA Tour website, pencil them into your yardage book of where the whole locations are going to be, and then typically uh, about an hour prior to tee time, meet up with your player, and then uh, start start going through the warm up routine, be it putting, be it, uh, go to the practice tee first, um, just kind of. Be there for the player and and help them prepare for the for the round that you'll have that afternoon. How often do they go to the range after the round? I would say it depends. Um, if it's uh, if it's a Thursday, more than likely they're always going to go to the range um, unless they just feel totally comfortable with their game. If they play in the morning on Thursday, they may sign the scorecard, go get a quick bite of lunch, come back, hit a bag of balls, maybe try to work on something um, that they may not have been totally comfortable with in the round. And then after that bag of balls, they may just shut it down for the rest of the day, go back to their hotel room, go see a movie, go hang out with their wife and children if they're out on the road that week. Um, If it's a Friday, and maybe it's apparent they've missed a the cut. They'll pack their bags and probably head to the airport. Um, if they've played well, yeah. they're going to make the cut. Obviously, they will go and do the same sort of thing. In the le- to- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, just try to t- tweak a few things, try to iron out a wrinkle or two. Um, you know, in preparation for the weekend. In, and, uh, in the length of the tournament. Willie, what what are the notes that are being made? Why are they always? Why is everybody always writing in the yardage book? Just to, like say, you, Thursday afternoon, you're hitting your approach shot to the fifth hole, to the fifth green. You've got 163 yards. The wind's coming into you, and you hit. Uh, let's say you say it's a strong wind. Say it's 20 miles per hour. You may be hitting, you know a seven iron 
if you get to the fifth hole the next day, which would be in the obviously if that's in the afternoon Thursday, you'd be playing in the morning on Friday. If the wind is similar, but you've got a little bit more yardage, you look at that and say, well, we had seven iron yesterday, but it was in the afternoon it was warmer. But we got the same amount of wind, but it's in the morning and it's cooler. So maybe we're going to hit a six iron today. Just to have a backup, something to kind of maybe, if there's anything in that notebook that you've written down that can help you better decide on what club to hit, um, to create or to eliminate any type of indecision or, oh, yeah, okay, we did that yesterday, so it, no, it's got to be this today then. Did, just some reassurance, just something that might, uh, if it helps you save a shot during the course of the week, then it's worth writing down that notation from the day before. Is sim- are there similar notes kept on the greens? Yeah. Uh, you know, there might be a, a putt that um, you've had from maybe – earlier in the week in a practice round and say this appears to be flat but it actually moves a little bit more to the right than what might visually uh you might visually see and you just might put a couple little small arrows in the back quadrant of the green saying what moves to the right right at the end or the last three or four feet this might just leak a little bit to the left just as a little reminder and um if you ever have any indecision, when you if you get to a similar putt that you might have had in a Tuesday practice round, again, just something to uh, maybe help save yourself a shot. Is there in practice rounds? Is there always a game? Rarely a game? Sometimes a game? Sometimes a game. Okay. Some games are more interesting than others. <laughs> um, Sometimes you go out late in the afternoon with your player and it's just the two of you. And sometimes I think that's when some of the best work gets done, best observation is um, the best <clears throat> intel is picked up. Uh, and sometimes you, you might be in a twosome or a threesome in a practice round and you might be playing a skins game just to kind of keep yourself in sort of a competitive sort of mindset. Yet at the same time, taking some notes, talking about, well, we'd like the three-wood off this tee. Here, you definitely want to be, you know, landing at least to the middle of the green on this shot. But there, there's some gaming activity yeah, going on from time to time. I understand. Um, yeah. is a, what's the worst day for you? Is it a rainy day? I mean, you hear that all the time on the telecasts. The caddy's got to work really hard on a rainy day. Is, is that the worst kind of day out there? It can be. Uh, typically, the golf bag is going to weigh a little bit more because you might have an extra towel or two. Uh, there's a rain suit in there. There's an umbrella. Then there's the juggling act of when you are playing and it's raining and you're keeping the umbrella up, you've got a towel hanging from the inside of the umbrella. Player hits a shot, you're wiping the club off. You hand the umbrella to them while you get the club back in the bag. You're handing them the putter. There's almost like a juggling act, if you will. And uh, it just adds up dimensions to the day. And uh, it makes you appreciate the nice sunny days <laughs> when the umbrella doesn't have to be in the bag and things are dry. And, 
uh, I would say you earn your money just a little bit more on on rainy days. All right. How many how many golf balls on average are in a pro's bag? I would say probably at least half a dozen, mm-hmm. and maybe no more than twelve. Probably anywhere from you know three sleeves, two sleeves to three sleeves of balls. I'd say most guys probably just have six six balls in the bag, and then maybe two or three used ones that might be left over from the practice round earlier in the week. No, na- I'd say no no more than a dozen balls. No names. Have you ever come close to running out of balls? One time. <laughs> one time. We're down to <clears throat> two balls, and one of them had already been taken out of play for the day mm-hmm. because of the cart pass mark. So basically down to one ball. But there was only two holes left, and I recall <laughs> we had gotten past all the penalty areas. So, I think we were safe. How how many gloves in the bag? Uh, three. Okay. Two or three. Some used ones from practice rounds, but usually there's two fresh ones in there. Start the day. You know, there does, when you watch it from a distance, William, there, there does seem to be, to me, a mutual respect among, A, the caddies on tour, and honestly, B, the players and the caddies. I've said this to you many times. I, I'm fascinated by the fact that sometimes at the end of a round, when 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 everybody is shaking hands, bumping fists, whatever we do, the the opposing player and the opposing caddy almost seem to have a relationship as much as the player and the caddy. Is that a is that kind of what's out there? I, I, you hit it on the head, John. Yeah, there is. Uh, I'd say for the most part, there is. Mutual admiration and respect for um, for both jobs. You know, the job is that a player has, the job that a caddy has. Uh, the caddy camaraderie, uh, fraternal order, if you will, is uh, is is real. Um, you know, a lot of times caddies look out for each other. If, if a caddy's lost a job and say, hey, so-and-so might be interested, you know, they're looking, you know, this player might be looking to, you know, hire. Um, you're helping each other out on the course. If um, if, a, if a player has hit a bunker shot from the fairway and hasn't, their ball hasn't quite reached the green and that caddy and player need to get up to hit the pitch shot, another caddy will step in and rake the bunker for them. Um, just little things like that. Uh, we, every all the caddies recognize the significance and the importance of the job, and uh, you know what your your brother, so to speak, is going through. Um, anything you do to help them out, maintain the pace of play, because um, you know they do it for you. If, if the situation was reversed, mm-hmm. and uh, it's oftentimes it's not unheard of for for players to come into caddy dining from time to time and just hang out. Um, it's uh, definitely a respect on, uh, on on both ends of the spectrum. What's the response from the other caddies when you're the winning caddy from last week? A lot of congratulations. Um, you know, they understand what it takes to, to be fortunate enough to, to be on the winning bag. Um, I mean, it, it, there is sometimes they take you out for a beer. Um, obviously, a lot of text, handshakes, fist bumps, you know, way to go. Um, sense of pride 
you sense that from the other players that, you know, like I said, they, they know what goes into having a winning week. And um, just like in any, in any profession, you know, you have a coworker or, or another caddy or constituent that, that has success, you know, you're happy for them because you, you appreciate what goes into it and how difficult it is and how challenging the job can be. So when it's time to congratulate somebody, you know, you definitely want to, want to do that. What's, what's the thing, and maybe caddies talk about this, what's the thing that fans outside the ropes have no idea about when it comes to being a caddy on, on, on tour? I get this question a lot. Hey, bud, how much is that bag boy? <laughs> <laughs> and there have been times where I've stepped aside and offered them the strap, and I've probably had half a dozen guys through the years actually pick it up and put it on their shoulder. A lot of, most, a lot of spectators want to know how much the bag weighs. Um, but it, and it, it's probably 40 pounds. Um, if you're preparing for a bad weather day, it may be upwards towards 50 pounds or more. Um, I, and then I think just the general spectator may not know exactly what goes into being a caddy. It, it's more than just carrying the bag and, and being a cheerleader. There's a lot of prep work that goes on in the early part of the week, you know, walking the golf course on a Tuesday evening, just to become more familiar with, with the layout. Uh, where potential hole locations could be, certain holes where you don't want to hit your approach shot beyond the middle of a green. Um, there's a lot of legwork that goes that's done on before the tournament starts. It goes unseen, and it's uh, like I said, you, you're more than just a baggage handler or, or a cheerleader. There's there's a lot that goes into it that um, you know that you just. It goes unseen. He is William Lanier, and he's a caddy on the PGA Tour. Um, I, I, we do this a lot when we get together, but I've wanted to do this on the radio for a long time. Uh, Willie, thank you for saying yes to this. I deeply, you, you stayed longer than I than I asked you for. Thank you for saying yes to this. I appreciate it. No, hey, this was a lot of fun. It's kind of fun to talk about the profession, and um, you know, looking forward to getting back out there. Uh, <laughs> cool. No, that's that's cool. 